0: You're now listening to Fundamental Fast Pitch. Welcome back, everyone. It's Mike here with Jessica Tanner and Heather Maloney on the Fundamental Fast Pitch Podcast. This is episode 42. Why do you play softball? Coach Jess, tell us about everything that is Fundamental Fast Pitch Camp if you are in the Katy area.
1: Yeah, so we've got our last indoor camp of the summer coming up. That's going to be Monday, July 31st through Thursday, August 3rd, 9 to noon at House of Hitters in Katy. So if you guys are in the area, um, you can go to our website, Fundamentalfastpitch.com. You'll see the the camp right there on the homepage. And then at checkout, if you will enter the discount code in all caps, Cone with an exclamation point, that'll give you um, $25 off the four-day camp.
0: I'm excited to get started tonight, guys, because tonight is a fun one. Uh, We're going to, you know, hang out in the dugout tonight and we're going to talk about why we play softball. Um, There's multiple reasons to play softball. Softball is for everybody. We've talked about before being different levels for different folks. Um, But why do you play or why did you play softball, Coach Heather?
2: Uh, first and foremost, I just loved it. It was fun for me. Um, it was something that I kind of fell in love, in love with even before I really even like formally started playing. I remember the story is that, um, my older sister, she's three years older than me. She brought home a flyer from, I think like first grade about T-ball. And I saw the flyer, a little four-year-old and I reportedly would not stop bugging my mom until she went and signed me up, even though I was Too young to play, so she convinced them to let me play, and the rest just kind of it just kind of went from there. I mean, I just fell in love with it and just kept playing because it was just so much fun.
0: Did you ever take a break? No, never. What's a break? Yeah, I I love I love that about you. I was just curious. What about you, Coach Jess?
2: What about you, Jess?
1: Um, I played softball, so I you guys have heard me talk before. I started with baseball. Um, because my dad grew up playing. My grandpa was really big into the sport. So uh, me being the oldest born, um, one, baseball was just the way to go. And two, softball was not really that popular back when I was growing up playing. In fact, I don't think my parents even knew about it at the time. Um, But they signed me up for baseball and I loved it. And um, after the whole like shortstop, broken nose thing, went over to softball. But I played because, like, obviously I loved it, but I was also like good at it. And that was, that was kind of my thing. Um, I know it's going to be hard to believe because you guys have talked all about my confidence and whatnot. But growing up, um, I was not the same person. I was shy. I was quiet. I was unconfident. And so, softball for me was like a sense of pride and a sense of like, just um, like I said, it was my thing. It was something that I could go do and have fun and feel good about my performance and like my level of like skill, my skill level.
0: No. And and I think that's important, right? Like there's a lot of ways to get good at softball, but sometimes they say you're just naturally talented at things or you just, you just have a, you have a knack for it or a nose for it, if you will. And especially uh, Jess, as you've shared before, as it pertains to your confidence and stuff, this is something probably that like you were kind of in your element on and probably helped you get to where you got to, um, you know, just, just softball being softball and baseball being baseball for that brief time. Um, But we, (laughs) hello, this is the 1% podcast. Let's, let's break it back down and bring it back down to some of the other reasons um, for you non super softballers out there, or those who haven't got to that level yet um, to hang out with friends, the social aspect. What do you think coach Jess?
1: Yeah, I think that's a fantastic reason. Um there's there's Little League, there's All Stars, there's Select. Um, whatever your reason is as a parent, I think that if your kid shows an interest in playing and they have a group of friends that enjoy they enjoy being around and as parents you guys enjoy being around each other, then why not?
0: No, absolutely. What what are uh what about so we so we've talked about it? Are you pausing because you hear the tornado? i'm pausing because i'm trying to listen to your background of your yes i can hear (laughs) stuff going on in the background but like i'm not exactly sure what it is but it's enough to distract me and and boot me off course now (laughs) is it an actual tornado
1: so i mean so just to give you guys a picture heather and i are sitting outside on the couch outside dylan's inside whining we've got like sand toys and teas blowing everywhere. There's random gusts of wind. And then there's one of my husband's 97 Amazon packages that have been delivered that's like ruffling next to us. So we apologize for the background noise, but just so y'all know, Heather and I are sitting over here like looking at each other, just cheesing hardcore because uh yeah, it's not the ideal setting, but it's a beautiful night and why not?
0: And for those of you have who have listened to the majority of these episodes, you know that I get easily distracted. So we will try to to work with what we got. You just absolutely painted a great picture, Jess. All those people who thought we were sitting there all buttoned up in, in Studio uh, 37 out in New York, they're wildly disappointed at this point. But aside from the social aspect, what about those kiddos out there who have that competitive bone at a young age in their body? Coach Heather?
2: Yeah, I think that's a big reason to play the game. Um, I think those kids that have that competitive bone in their body, they they need to find that outlet, whether it's softball or some other sport or some other competitive endeavor. But, um, you know, there are kids out there, there are people out there that just want to compete and want to to play and have that desire to win. Um, and they're not going to be happy unless they've found a, a place to to channel that. So that's, that's a fantastic reason to play softball. And I just want to note that, like, if there's not just, like, you can want to play for multiple reasons. You know, it's sort of a a combination of a bunch of reasons, but, um, the competitive reason is, is a great reason to play softball. It's a great sport for uh, those competitive people.
0: But it's not the only reason (laughs) we're talking about to play. Um, I guess, I guess I'm just curious. So (laughs) at what point did you like, were you always competitive Heather? I mean, did it take you a while to get to an uber competitive level? Um, Cause, Cause, you like I know you, so I know you're just, like super competitive, but you're extremely reserved with it. To me, at least, um,
2: I think that the the reserved part has come later in life. Um, as a kid, I was definitely competitive and more overtly competitive. Um, my sisters could probably vouch for that one, or your parents that
0: too <laughs> and, and, and and as far as you go coach jess i mean that's i mean you have really only scared me once in our entire relationship and it was at our fundraiser tournament and i was just like oh my god i'm like i am darn it i'm not backing down and then like the spongebob me like five minutes later i'm like look jess i'm sorry all right like <laughs> it was my bad i don't remember what happened i'm completely flustered everything's okay to the point to the point where, when we did something for the kids, I forgot what it was. Like we flipped, and I was one of the captains, and the kids were one of the captains. I'm like Coach Jess, and they're like two adults. I'm like, I'm not doing this, Coach Jess. <laughs> like I don't care. It was like I gave a game of backwards ball, and we, and like I was so nervous, and like the kids were super confused. I was like, sorry, I'm taking Jessica. Sorry, like am am, am I lying? I feel like I'm kind of straight shooting here on that one. No, um, you're you're pretty spot on. So, like, as long as, like, we ever, if we ever do another, like, fundraiser tournament, like, I don't care who I play with, but I'm not playing against you. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I will, I will be the umpire if that is my other option. It's fine. Um, that's, Jessica, that's okay. Do, I'm
1: going to take that as a compliment, Mike. No, I,
0: I absolutely mean it as a compliment. <laughs> like, like, it's rubbed off on on my kiddo a little bit to the point where she kind of makes me nervous now. I'm like, okay, like, cool, babe. Like, <laughs> you won checkers. Like, it's good. Like, good job. Like, Congratulations. Um, did you like I'm I'm assuming, Jessica, you said that you, you know, were naturally gifted in terms of just, you know, I'm sure you picked up a ball like head and like, hey, I can throw this pretty well, you know, I can catch this ball, not playing probably from the way you're describing it, um, you know, you probably picked it up pretty quickly. Did that competitiveness um come out as well right away? Or is that something given your confidence that you shared that you kind of had to like pull out of you? Or was it just always like, were you free in this moment?
1: No. So that was something where, um,
0: you guys have heard me talk
1: before where I was, I have a younger brother. He's five and a half years younger than me. Um, it's just him and I, and we are both like very athletic. We are multi-sport athletes. Um, y'all have heard me say, I've talked about wrestling and volleyball and basketball and pole vault and track and a brief stint in hurdles like tennis, all the things.
0: You're but, to play um,
1: Uh, yes. So, yeah. That was a very, very short stint, but, um, for me, I I was more so competitive with myself to start with. So like I've said before, I was never a great like athlete. I was never super duper talented, but I worked really, really hard and I took a lot of pride in that. And so that kind of helped me motivated and kept me kind of like competing against myself to start with. So it was um, like either learning something new. So, um, for example, back in back in when I played select ball, slapping was like dang near unheard of. That was very new. So I saw someone do it. I wanted to learn how to slap. So then that was something that I taught myself because I wanted to be better than like some random person that I saw at a tournament. I didn't even know what they were doing, but I just I was very very intrigued by the sport. I wanted to soak it all in. I wanted to get better. Um, I want to learn new things. And I also just really enjoyed playing catch like with my dad going out to the field and playing like family home run derby and things like that. So I kind of like competed against myself to start and it wasn't until my brother started showing an interest in like baseball and the sport and he was like naturally way better than I was. So when he showed an interest and like didn't even have to try, that just like kicked it up a notch for me. And that's where I really started kind of one, understanding my skill level. Kind of having the that inner competition, and then just really getting a sense. Probably around when I was about probably twelve or thirteen is when it really, really like started to sink in for me that I I did not want to lose. So
2: I, I, especially to my brother.
0: So, so, so I have a question then based on that. So I, you're talking, I'm thinking here. So those kids like yourself, Jessica, who I'm assuming at, at at some point, um, before you terrified me at the slow pitch diamond that you 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 at some point early on realized that you were competitive correct how did you deal with those who were not who were maybe have been equally as talented as you are for example but might not necessarily had that competitive bone in their body what did you do in that situation
1: um so that for me that weeded itself out pretty quickly because um i mean in like junior high sports um when you're when you're playing like junior high sports, on the teams that I was on, everyone was pretty competitive. They wanted to win, they competed. Um, even I'm with those... Where you like, gave up
0: though, right? I'm guessing where you grew up, it was a pretty hotbed of softballers. Yeah,
1: we had a ton of yeah, we had a lot of talented kids. Um, for example, the um I actually grew up went to Sinker Ranch Junior High in Katie, and um two of the girls, one in my grade, and then her sister above her, both of them went on to get full rides to USC for basketball. And like Just to give you guys a point of reference, she was the point guard at like six foot or six one or something in seventh grade. And I was the post at a like whopping five foot tall. (laughs) But um, yeah, I grew, I just, I was surrounded by competitive people. So that definitely helped. Um, And then in tennis, like I played singles, I played doubles Um, pole vault, obviously like you're competing against other teams, but in that instance too, I think it's a good, A good mix of like multi-sports because you're you're literally competing against yourself like um same thing with hurdles and time and things like that where you kind of have benchmark sports I think are a really good mix to add um just because like I said not only you're competing against the teams that you're trying to beat or the schools you're trying to beat but you're also like challenging yourself to continue to get better um so that that always helped. But on the at the earlier years, like I that wasn't really an issue for me because my dad made the decision pretty quickly. Like, hey, when it wasn't working and when is it when it wasn't a good fit for me, whether it was skill level or competition or whatever, I just I removed myself from that environment because there wasn't anything for me to benefit or gain or be challenged or anything
2: like that.
0: What about you, Heather? Yeah, Do you think, have any similar experiences? Oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, I think my parents did a really good job of making sure I was in a competitive environment because they knew that about me. Like, for example, I started out playing t-ball um, and then we moved to Texas and my parents were like we got to find some somewhere for this kid to play. So they signed me up for Little League softball, not knowing what that was. And we played the one season and it was there were like there were two teams. It was kids that had never picked up a ball, and it just it, it I was miserable the whole season. So, they said that we can't do this again, and they signed me up for baseball. So I played baseball for a good three or four years before I made the switch over to softball. Um, and then when I made the switch to softball, um, I didn't play a, you know league or rec ball for very long before we made the the jump to select. So they did a really good job of moving me through different places and and outlets to where I could remain competitive because I, looking back, like I can't remember a time other than that one season, that first season where I played little league softball, where it was just really terrible um, that, that we had the problem of nobody wanting to compete or really being able to compete. And you're talking about being like school sports and and like middle school and, and and high school and things. And I don't remember, again, I don't remember there being a problem where kids did not want to compete. Um, but maybe i'm just not remembering it uh it just that wasn't an issue at least in in my environment so i also
0: find it fun that you guys a couple times now talked about how you started playing baseball and you know we're obviously a little bit older um than the girls playing now but i absolutely love that you know there is like young age softball as well i mean maybe not um like t-ball like age but like to the point where like there's competitive softball at a young age versus where we grew up i don't feel like there necessarily was that is that fair to say
1: yeah and I think that's the growth of the sport itself like you see I think I think I saw something where uh college softball was like the top 4 sports watched on ESPN or something this year like the sport itself continues to grow so the following the support the funding um all of that is growing with it which is fantastic.
0: Um now we're going to get to a not so necessarily fun way uh <laughs> to talk about why playing softball what about being forced to play softball by your parents not by choice how do you deal with that kind of situation
2: that's a slippery slope. And, and I'll, I'll Did i say phrase it incorrectly,
0: like, or are you saying in terms no, of the actual,
2: I think you got it. I think you got it. And I think that, you know, kind of being forced to, to play the, to play any sport is, is probably not the best setup, but um, if you kind of look at it through the eyes of maybe a, a parent with a, you know, a six or seven, eight year old, and they just really want to get them involved in something. And they're like, let's try softball. That's a lot different than, you know, we are going go to go try out to select team and we're going to play and you're going to work, you know, four days a week outside of practice. And then, you know, that's a lot. There are two very different things that we could be talking about here. So kind of being forced to play at a young age, playing rec is, and maybe not use the word force, but like, you know, encouraged, let's get you active. Let's try something, see if you like this. That could be a really good reason to play, play any sport. Um, it, You know, maybe you're not, you maybe you're not the type of kid that is going to volunteer to go and sign up for something right. to, you know, to go play, but given, um, you know, an opportunity where you're kind of not given a choice um, at least at the start might be the way to get your foot through the door and who knows, you may love it or maybe you don't and you try something else next time. Right. Yeah. Um... And on that note too,
1: I think like if that is the situation where parents are encouraging their children to try something new, I think it's very important to have like, realistic expectations like if you know going into it okay my kids never played before this is new we want to see if she likes it ultimately especially at that level the goal is fun yes learning the game making friends having fun so if if you are the parent that is signing their child up for something new and encouraging them to try something new keep in mind too that you also need to be the parent that is supportive encouraging positive not the like screaming from the stands parent and the negative car rides home, like just make sure that that experience for them is exactly like exactly that fun, new, something different, and then build on that if they show an interest.
0: Absolutely. Um, now let's skip to what I think is probably not the last one, probably the last big one here that I can think of. Um, super softballer. Um, the girls that we're more typically around on a week-to-week uh, basis, I would assume to eat, the breathe, to leave, the sleep. Excuse me, to eat, the breathe, to live, the sleep, the bleed softball. Um, the girls with the massive work ethic and the big time goals. What about yeah, those, the,
2: girls, those girls, you're not they're not gonna give you a choice. I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be hounding you to to sign them up to to sign up for, you know, lessons and do extra work and and not just to sign up for league ball, but to go find select trials. They're gonna keep pushing you, the parent, to to find that next level and to, to get in even deeper. Um, so the super softballer, um, they're going to kind of come out at different ages. Uh, you, you'll you have a few here and there that'll come out at, at a real young age and uh, you know, even like six, seven, eight years old. And you can already tell like, man, this kid has something special. Like she has a burning desire to play this game. Um, and so you just kind of foster that and, and encourage it um, as much as you can and always keeping it fun especially for those young ones that are you know just just love it um you want to encourage that that love of the game so that they do want to play for a long time you know if that's what they continue to want to do um if you can foster that and encourage that in, in a in a such a way that it's fun and um they still get so much fulfillment out of it then they're going to take care of all the you know the extra work and putting in all those extra things you're not going to have to hound them about that um that super softballer can kind of come out as you get a little older too. You know, it just kind of develops differently for each kid. So, um, but it's kind of the same idea, no matter when it comes out in them. Um, and then also just note that like, if you, co- if you're like the super softballer at six, seven, eight years old, maybe that's going to die out when they get a little bit older and that's okay because they'll probably dive right into something else, you know, whether it's volleyball or basketball or track or what have you. They'll probably dive straight into that and become the super volleyballer. So those kids are just really competitive, really athletic, really want to be moving and active. So, um, you know, whether it's softball or any other sport, it's going to be a, a good situation for them as far as, you know, that super athlete.
0: Um, And maybe not Coach Heather. Maybe they continue to love it and don't want to play
2: volleyball. Well, I mean, absolutely, Mike.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe you're, I'm, I'm not I, nervous. I can I'm hear just, you pouting. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> I sitting here you Hold on, just real quickly, just just real quick. Hold on, can you see me? I see you pouting. No, I'm pouting. My my arms are literally crossed. I'm not happy with the direction <laughs> you're taking this podcast, Heather. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yes, just, Easton, just I will you buy can... you a new bat. Go ahead, like it's fine. Oh, okay,
2: pick one out. It's fine. <laughs>
0: Just no, caution, I, like, if you okay. have one of those
2: super softballers at a young age and, like, still encourage them to try other sports as well. You know, if they show any interest in another sport, you should.
1: And on that note, like, not even necessarily, like, other sports, but other other interests, hobbies, passions. Like, I'm sure you guys can hear the cows in the background. Like, FFA, 4-H, um, uh, archery, like, art, other things that they may be excited about. Um, because in addition to the super softballer, that also helps teach them like time management and like just so many other good things, and it helps create like well rounded, well rounded kids. I was
0: being facetious, sort of, Um, sort of. of. Well, I was cool with how it was going, and then she's like, "If they're six or seven, I'm like, whoa, bro! Like, let's not (laughs) like classify these girls here. Let's not just group them all in." Um but mm-hmm. the super softballer you know is fun especially for those parents who actually um you know who, who've kind of went through the rigmarole of, of all of it as well um but I, I really do think we brought up a lot of good a lot of good ones today that the social softballer the competitive softballer the 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 parent suggested softballer who you know through the grace of God may end up loving softball as much as the other ones because their parents encourage them the super softballer is there any other type of softballer you guys can think of before we wrap up on and get on out of here today
1: yeah, I'm gonna add one, and this this is just the from fifth personal, personal the experience. Th- the, fifth the what?
0: One. So th- the fifth type of softballer. I'm ready for it.
1: Um. Yeah. So this this is just my personal experience, but I will tell you guys. Um. I I was burnt out playing softball by the time it came time for college. I was done. I didn't want anything to do with it. Um, had multiple conversations and sit downs with my parents, and by that point, I had invested so much time, energy, effort—not um, only me, but my parents as well. So, if it gets to that level, um, that why I played softball at that level, going to college was I looked at it truly as a job. And I know it's not something that's like fun to talk about, but do you
0: feel like you got better when you looked at it and treated it in that way? Like, like you I got better focused? as a softballer. Yeah. Like, were you more focused? Were you able to train differently? Like,
1: no, no, I, I truly went to my school and my program with the intent of, Hey, they, I get to play softball. they are paying me to play softball. they're paying for my education. Um, I'm walking out of here debt-free, no student loans. I looked at it like, as a, like a fortunate, like, like almost a like a business deal. Bis- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I knew exactly what was expected of me going into it. I knew what I was getting out of it. And For me, it was, it made enough sense. And that's, that is truly how I, at that point, it was no longer excited to play. Um, I still loved the game. It was just, it was different. I went into it knowing, like, hey, they're paying me to play softball. They're paying for my education. Um, This is going to be worth it. And in the end, like, this is like kind of the end goal. And that, that, so there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know what you necessarily call that on why you play softball, but it was truly transactional for me at that point.
0: We'll call it softball CEO. We'll call it something like that. That's fine. Um, Heather, anything else you'd like to
2: add? Uh, Yeah, I want to go back to super softballer for just a second because it seems like, you know, super softballer, you, you know, you're you're you got it made. You know, your kid just has this drive to want to play. But um, if you are a parent of a super softballer, you have to kind of. Be the regulator. Yes. Yes, you have to make them take a break or slow down or just like like Jess was saying, you know, try something new, uh, other interest, encourage some other things. Um, just don't lose sight of the fact that it's supposed to be fun. And you know, there are different definitions of fun. You know, some kids really enjoy and the the grind of working and working and working, and that's great. But um, you know, there should be. That other element of like that loose, fun, you know, giggly social as well. So if you have a super softballer, it's great and love it. But also know that that comes with some responsibility for you.
1: Yeah. And I'm going to piggyback on that one, too, just while I'm thinking about it. Um, Heather talked about like the responsibility of the parents to kind of nurture that and create some balance and things like that but i think it's also important when it comes to like the the girls in their relationships with their friends outside of softball like chances are if you have a super softballer um, especially if they are more quiet or reserved or just super duper focused on their studies or their, their passion, their softball, they might not have as many like outside friends or outside relationships. So I think it's also important to encourage, to encourage them to continue those. And whether it's sleepovers or bringing friends to tournaments or just having them over for dinner, it may be a simple, just something simple or simple task, but make sure that you're encouraging friendships and relationships outside of like just the softball field as well
0: and i think as you guys touched on earlier it's it's incredible with how much the softball world and the sport has grown like one of my favorite things, I mean, my, one of my least favorite things, you know, you always hate to see a teammate move on if you're a player, of course. Um, I mean, most of the time, I'm sure, at least. If you're not in you know, terms. But one of my favorite things is to see the kiddos catch up with former teammates and big hugs and big smiles and photos from the parents. Like, I mean, it's what it's all about, right? Like, why do you play softball? Like, it can be a little bit of everything to me, truly.
2: Absolutely. Um, I think if, I think having that balance is important, too.
0: Yeah. No, I, I I, absolutely agree. Well, ladies, um, real quick notes. um, I wanted to thank everyone again um, for sharing everything across all of our social media platforms. As we've talked in the previous episodes, we've continued to see incredible growth um, as it pertains to our insights, actually, across all of our social media platforms. But especially now as our podcast, we began to – we finally started getting – it's taken a little while, but we began to get a good bit of the reviews and, and kind of the reactions and kind of ratings and stuff like that through our podcast forums, Spotify, Apple, etc. Um, And I would just, again, um, I'm going to do it every episode now. I'd like to encourage you and uh, ask you if you're willing to continue to do that because literally we went from, if you typed in fundamental, we were like 18 and then we were like 11th, And now if you type it in on Spotify, if you just type the word fundamental, we're the third podcast. It's in the first page of results. Um, All that's going to continue to help us grow. And really, I mean, by you guys doing that for us, if you do enjoy our podcast, it just truly helps us reach more families um, and the girls, which is, guys, why we're here so um seriously like thank you guys so much it, I've, I've just watching through the insights and I, and I talk about you know pulling back the curtain stuff and i don't know if it's bugging just or not because i'm you know showing how the the bacon's made if you will but i i truly like it's it's just seeing it for the first time not having going through and all this before like it's super fun because like the results are right in front of you tangibly like search it up continue to move up it's it's very exciting um So, again, this was episode number 42, Why Do You Play Softball. The next one will be number 43, Rundowns. Um, So, until next time, Mike with Jess and uh, Heather here, as always, thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great rest of your day.